Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. We talk about comic books, comic book movies, TV shows, pop culture, you know, all the fun stuff that everyone likes to talk about. Uh, thanks to all the folks joining us via Facebook. We're on Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. We're also on uh, Periscope sometimes, which is what we're trying to do right now. It's at Michael underscore Dolce. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Michael Dolce, with my co-host, Hassan Godwin. Hello, good evening. Should we come up with like a nickname for you or something? Or like some sort of like thing? King of the Earth. King of the... Well... Lord of the Radio. Oh, okay. All right, we'll do that. Lord I like of the that radio. one. Yeah, that one yeah, works right. out really we'll, good. We'll do Lord of the Radio. That one, that is, King of the Earth is a little too... Preso- like what? A, it, yeah, it's a little too pretentious. It's a little too on the nose. I understand. <laughs> we get you. Well, you know, you don't, you never want to do... You know, you don't want to be too on yeah, the nose, you don't wanna, right? Yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to... You, you don't want to... I, I don't have a pun. You got, no, you got nothing for me? <laughs> no, I have nothing. You got nothing for me? Uh, you right. want to keep selling the milk. You don't want to give away the cow. That's. I understand what you're saying. It's metaphorical. It's categorically metaphorical. Categorically, I don't even know what that even means. I don't know. I'm just right. I'm, I'm burning time here. Man. That's good. That's that's exactly <laughs> what. We want to welcome all of our uh, our usual folks on Periscope, which we just got there. We want to welcome Brian. Phillips Hello, usual folks up there as well too. So tonight we got a great episode because we always have a great Do episode, we? right? Is it a great episode? I think it's always a great episode, right? I think, I think so. so. I think so. I think every episode that 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 has ever been has been the greatest episode we've ever done. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point, actually. Till next week, and then that's the greatest episode. It, it, it increases exponentially. Well, that's a good point as well, too. I think. Right, I think just in general, you are you are living up to your uh, your nickname of uh, what was it? Lord of the Radio. Lord of the. So I was going to say King of the Radio. Totally, no, I'm totally King of the Earth, Lord of the All Radio. Right. Come on, man. All right, Come so <laughs> are you snowed in and looking to entertain the kids? Fun Food Flip is the game for you. Each player gets dealt a hand of food cards and must come up with the most gross, most interesting, and most delicious combinations for each of the four courses. Just wait till you see what your kids come up with. If you like apples to apples, you'll love Fun Food Flip. Go to funfoodflip.com. Do it. Um, so we got Justin Gray coming on. Um, he's doing a uh, new Kickstarter called Jailbait and Trailer Trash. So I, I immediately right off the bat can't wait to ask him about the title. It's a that's family be, title he's been working on all this time, right? Well, it's a family-friendly book. Yeah, clearly, it sounds like it. Yeah, there's no, there's no question about it. I'm looking it. forward to that. No question about it. So I'm, I'm looking show forward my to kids that. that. I want to welcome Brian Phillips and Randy Hogan, who are our loyal um, followers as well too on uh, Facebook. Brian Phillips welcome, is actually welcome. one of our loyal patrons, so I'd like to have him there too. We need, we, we, we'd like more loyal patrons. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, the more the better. To be yeah. honest with you. But tonight we're going to start with uh, kind of a kind of a continuation of what we started with last week, though, right? I mean. <sighs> It just keeps it just keeps the piling on, drama. right? It just keeps the piling affliction. on. The affliction. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good way to put it, though. Um, yeah, so they lost Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves was the director of Planet of the Apes. Uh, he was in talks to direct the Batman. Right, um, and remember when we had said this before, I, I unwisely said, well, at least Ben still <laughs> wants to be Batman. Right, right. And that's how, you know, I at the time as Lord of the Radio, you know, I was just trying to calm everyone. Yeah. Now, Dan, uh, now Dan T. Lawson already chimed in, but we're going we're gonna to save his comments for a little bit later, because right, we're, we're going to okay. run down who we want to see as Batman. But okay. first, we want to talk about the actual, uh, boy, oh boy. What, but uh, now the new development is that is that he's not even, like... First, first of all, Ben Affleck's not directing. 
Ben Affleck doesn't want to be director anymore. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. to just to recap the the previous episodes. Co- co- Last time, on correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> and now, and now, and now, a week after entering negotiations to direct the Batman, Matt Reeves has Matt exited Reeves the talks. Has decided to say uh, kick a rock. A studio source confirms the negotiations have broken down. <laughs> you, wonder, <laughs> you wonder what those negotiations <laughs> were. Like the, They're like, we want you to make the a Israeli-Palestinian peace and talks like, no. have broken down. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can imagine, like Warner Brothers, like we want you to make a shitty Batman movie. <laughs> And he's like, no, I want to make a good Batman movie. And they're like, no, no make a shitty one. No, we can't. We I can't, can't work a good with that. Movie. <laughs> that would that would that would seriously conflict with the other movies we've already made. We can't make them good. Sorry. So James Quirondango just joined us and said, "Who see this?" I don't know what that means, but hey, we are live. It's a it's a strange language. Ah, the comments. It's an comments. Long... Everyone sees the comments. <laughs> that's that's the best part. Right. As if, part. if you're if you're chimed in, if this, you're is the, this is in. the kind of interaction you can't. You, you can't. Know. You can't get this at home, folks. But you know, you could you call in. You can actually call in. That's how Fika Leone. We got Fika Leone, man. He's he wants the chin hair to be punched off my face. Eight seven seven four eight zero four one two zero. You owe that guy want. money. Is that what it is? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> James Quirindingo Quirindingo just said, "Me English are good." <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Steve Gillen. Welcome to everybody who joins. Now, I, you know, eventually we're going to get to a point where we actually have like countless and countless people, so I won't be able to shout your names on the interwebs unless you're a patron. Go to right. michaeldolce.com. It'll go to our Special Patreon treatment. page. You can do all that stuff. Uh, it's and good. pay so, to be called out. All right, so this this is what we got to come down to. Uh, a couple questions came into mind. First, I shot over to you. I said, "Who do you think should take over as Batman? Give me your top five directors." Yeah, man, my top five. All right, see, I made Hassan do research for this, yeah. which was which was very good. I I, I picked Alex Proyas. What, okay. what has he, he done? Did the Crow. Uh, he did. He did. Uh, is he still even relevant? He, he did he? iRobot. Oh, okay, very. Nice. He is sort he of relevant. He is relevant, but not for good reason. Okay, he also okay. did Gods of Egypt, which was. A, Tremendous flop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's right. See, I, so it that's took me a why second, took me a second to process exactly yeah. what movie you were talking about. Yeah, it was God. the one that no one saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with the, gotcha. the Scottish guy who was an Egyptian guy. <laughs> there was um, no whitewashing. Yeah, none, none, none. That doesn't exist. Um, uh, Robert Rodriguez is my is my next one. But uh, this is this would be changing the entire format. Yeah, and having yeah. him do a perfect adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. As he did with Sin City. Yes, it can be done. You can't do it, though, now. It can be done. No, no, it can be done, but it can't be done now. Sure it can. Because it sort of was done. Sure it can. You didn't ask whether it could good be point. done. No, you no, asked right. me Fair who enough. I would pick. Fair enough. All I right? like your rules. Look, I like man, rules. you want you, you want more defined Welcome parameters. Welcome, Scott Klein. We know Scott Klein. You write them all down. Uh, Danny Boyle, who did 28 Days Later. That's a great um, selection. And Spotting. That's a great selection. Okay. That would Thank give you. that would give uh, a very alternative take to the film and I yeah, think that's a, it was fantastic a little gritty film. kind of realism, you know, and he's got a he's got a good visual eye. Okay. I think so. I think that'd be fantastic. Okay, Edgar Wright, he did uh, uh, Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Shaun of the Dead. No, no. Scott no, that'd be like that'd be like Ke- He does comics. I'm just saying. I'd be like Kevin. Well, no, I know, but I'm allowed to comment on your No, list. you're not. No. I mean, that no, is like the, we are a talk radio we did not show talk about on that, talkradio.nyc. Though. You talk to the others. You don't talk to me. I'm the lord of the radio. What's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? No, seriously. What's wrong with you? No, no. I'm reading right. I'm reading I'm reading massive comments. Don't read don't read the comments. Um because they're probably all bad and they're about me. Um, no, no, no. We've got some good ones. We've got some good selections. So all right, when who's number five? Matthew Vaughn. He did kick ass. He did X Men oh, first, first class. Yeah. And he did Kingsman. X Men first class is great. And Kingsman was very, very good. Yeah. I think that's your best Take a back seat. I think that's your best selection. Back, no. I think I think it's your best no, one. No, Danny Boyle is the best. Guy Ricci. 
I threw that one in there. <laughs> That's when I threw that one. I had others. Your number one was like the guy who did that flop that no one watched. He was the first one I thought of. That the the first one I read off does not necessarily mean he's my number one. Okay. Oh, okay? this is a no. But so you got no. I mean, you didn't say. How are you, Lord of the Radio? Lord of the Radio would count them down if it was a countdown. Oh, okay, good point. Thank you. Good point. Good Lord point. of the Radio knows good what point. he's doing. Good point. Which, listen to me. This is my show now. Um, <laughs> I also said the Coen Brothers, but that's like that's like deep, dreamy, ah. wishful thing. Yes, and it can be done. It can be done. I also said that's Len like saying, Wiseman. That's like case, saying like that's like saying like Tarantino should direct it. Tarantino should, and he should do like an Adam West, you know, retread. You never said that that. You know that certain directors could not be eligible. Oh no, no, for they, they're, everyone's eligible. Everyone I pick, I'm just is, not saying it's a great kind of, idea. Everyone I pick has some kind of affiliation with the comic book genre. Okay. Although, Fair if enough. I had my dream, I would have put Ridley Scott in there. Ridley Scott would make a darn good Batman. I would love to see Ridley Scott direct a Batman movie in the Crusades. I'm gonna throw a name <laughs> out at you. Oh, don't throw names at me. Zack Snyder. What is the matter with you? Didn't we discuss this like week after week after week since but I got wasn't, here? But wasn't but wasn't like. The first part of Bat uh, of of Batman v Superman plus like most of Man of Steel basically like a Batman movie, and then he kind of like he's like, oh yeah, wait a minute, I'm doing Superman. <laughs> that's I what actually, was wrong with it. Oh no, I agree. Were, that's exactly what's wrong with it. So like, let's remedy this look, right now. See, let's have Zack Snyder mm, do an actual, which is what I think he's do wanted the Batman to do. Movie. Do a movie. No, that he Batman's to do. he's got bad capital. Well, he's got bad capital. What if what if Justice League turns out to be fantastic? Then he'll have bad capital, but accidentally have done a good movie. All right, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, call in again eight seven seven four eight zero four one two zero. It's a call in show. We'd love to hear from you guys. Call in. Um, <laughs> Schumacher. That's we got. We got that uh, as one of the comments. Uh, no, again, you can comment who, on the Facebook who suggested Schumacher. All right, that was James. 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 No, James. James. No. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Quirindongo. Is that what I pronounced? Yes. I, I think I did that name. right. But yeah, so this is this is who I thought. Now, we, I actually I posted this on my Facebook page, and I posted this out there to the world. And uh, Jack O'Donnell, who's been on the show before, he was a, an esteemed guest on the show before, he had a great idea. Uh-oh. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, everyone's going to start that? suggesting him now because he made a, a, a good movie. Well, and, that's the, isn't that the And fun, everyone's going to forget that thing. the... That the, the the last I don't know five or six years where he was he was basically uh, th- giving us all the finger every but time we sat down we to see one of his as movies. As we talked about a few weeks ago, though, mm-hmm. I mean, he made I think one of the best comic book movies ever in Unbreakable. Unbreakable, and mm-hmm. he's got the dark thing going on. And mm-hmm. wait, s- s- you know, what's that mean? Oh, you know exactly what it means. <laughs> it means that he's it means that he's he's racially uh, yeah. dark skinned. Yes, which is clearly that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. How dare you? In fact, that's the working title for the I new movie. I find it impossible it to the racially with dark skinned yes. knight is is <laughs> the is the next is the next title for the movie. Well, no, that's what the knight in M Night means. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Okay. Let's get off that. Get, jump well, off that. No, but I mean that's an interesting idea. Now, uh, no, da- it's not interesting. Daquan, Ki- no, not the racially dark. No, knight. The M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's actually. It's very catchy. I the racially it, I dark night. The racially dark. I'll do night. it. I want to be in that movie. <laughs> you could be that. I movie. will. Be, that I will be the movie. racially That's, dark night. That is Lord the of the Radio Godwin movie. That's the full title. That is the movie right yeah. there. Um, Daquan Kane suggested Darren Aronofsky. What do you think of that? Mm-mm. I, I, I passionately don't like Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> I think you actually just like yeah, I threw up you a were little like, in you my did, mouth. Didn't you? You yeah. actually. I was going to say I, you, you, I can't. 
I can't. No, I can't. Not no? not since what was that? The Fountain. He made this movie called well, The Black Fountain. Swan was pretty good. Sure. Now Sam Leibowitz, who's actually right here, also commented he thinks Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson would would probably make a good Batman movie. Patrick, our intern, just threw his arms up in in rejoicing. Yeah, I, I thought he was giving me the finger like he usually Patrick, does. Patrick, do not kiss up to the boss. Okay, <laughs> that's the first question. Don't ever, in fact, go against the boss. No, keep kissing up to the boss. That's how you become the boss. That's how it works. Jordana said, someone get Godwin a bucket. I agree. I agree. You don't throw up in your mouth. Throw up out in the, in the rest of the studio. I threw up a little in the mouth, but it's over. It's over. I swallowed it back. I, you know, I, I, I sucked it up for the radio. I think I think the I think Darren Aronofsky I think Black Swan no. is a very good movie. No, did you see the fountain? Worth. Go see the. Fountain. No, I haven't seen the fountain. See, that's why you think he's all right. Okay, okay, that's fair <laughs> see, enough. See the fair fountain. Enough. Steven Somers. No, no, no. Daquan, you're just you're those, striking out those two uh, mummy movies. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. And he also did Van Helsing. All right, come on now, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. All right, when we come back, (laughs) we're going to bring uh, Justin Gray on. We're going to ask him who he'd like to see direct the Batman. He's a DC Comics writer, after all, so it'd be a really good... Steve uh, McQueen? Steve McQueen is dead. That's it? That's it? He'd make a terrible movie if you're dead. I didn't say, like, living... I just said, who do you want to see direct the Batman? He's dead, man. (laughs) (laughs) There's no movie. (laughs) And when we come back as well, too, I'm going to pose the bigger question about the movie as well. Oh, can't wait. That's what we call a tease. Yeah, a little bit. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. We talk about comic books, comic book movies, TV shows, pop culture, everything revolving around all that fun. Naval Lint. What's that? We talk about Naval Lint. And Naval Lint. Well, yeah, we time. haven't talked about that one in a while. One time we did. One we haven't time. talked about that, that in a while. That was a great show. That was a great show. <laughs> I want to welcome my guest. Uh, he is a uh, author and graphic novelist. He's worked for DC Comics, among many other media companies and content providers as well. He also co-created The Monolith which is in development at Lionsgate. Mr. Justin Gray, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So uh, you're a DC guy, so we're going to just we're gonna segue right into what we were talking about before, right into a question for you. Uh, what's going on with the Batman, and, and, and can we find someone to direct this film? 
Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't. It shouldn't be that hard. It's Batman. It's one of the greatest characters ever created. But uh, I don't make those kinds of decisions. That's above my pay grade. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. That's <laughs> that's the key. I think is is getting you is getting you involved in there. Um, who would you like to see as a director of the Batman? Off the top of your head, completely spontaneous. Oh my god, that's a tough uh, question. Right? You didn't set him up. Michael no, I didn't send him questions in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, who, what, what do you think? Well, on second thought, I would say. Um, oh, wait, you and, missed uh, the first choice. Young Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. See? All, right. All right. So my co host, Asan, um, said the exact same thing. He'd love to see Ridley Scott. I think it's a great selection. I would love to see Ridley Scott do a Batman movie. Would kick butt. See, this is Justin. This is why you're a quality guy. Uh, talk to us. But about... I would also go see the Tony Scott Batman probably twice. Ooh. Mm. All right. So. Yeah. 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 I'd have. <laughs> uh, all right. Both very excellent answers. Um, all right. So talk to us about your new Kickstarter. Um, first of all, the title I think is 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 just crazy outrageous. Trailer trash and jailbait. <laughs> it is a little salacious. It, 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 yeah. Um, Actually, it's jailbait and trailer trash, right? I got that mixed up. Yes, that's all right. Yes, it They'll is jailbait it. and trailer trash. They'll find it somewhere. Uh, so, <laughs> talk to us about this. What is this book, and how did you guys come up with the title? Um, it's a title that I've had for uh, quite a long time, and I, I, it's gone through very different in, iterations and ideas. Um, but I decided that it was it was a good title for an anthology of certain types of characters that I wanted to tell stories about that I couldn't normally tell stories about in any other of the outlets that I had available to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds very salacious, but it's not as salacious as it sounds. It's kind of ridiculous, but it's definitely, it grabs your attention. Sure. Um, Are you worried it's going to like in this, in this PC age and it, it, there's a, the, you know, feminism is, is significantly influencing today's comics. Do you think people are going to take the wrong approach to it? No, I, I mean, they may take the wrong approach to it. I don't know. I don't, I don't have that much control over it. I think if people are looking at everything as fa- at face value, then um, then we're all in trouble. But mm. the reality is it's, it's, it's not the kind of story that I could tell anywhere else because it's about characters who are multilayered, multifaceted, who aren't exactly what they look like isn't necessarily who they are. Um, I had done – I had a discussion with someone who stated that one of the characters – uh, is a, is a, she's a bartender, and she was played as she appeared very um, sexually appealing, and yet she was the smartest character in the story. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. I mean, if you've ever known someone who's a bartender, male or female, um, part of their job is selling the bar and selling themselves to get tips because they're not sure. getting paid a lot of money. So mm-hmm. a lot of times all you have is that thinner physical interaction with people. So you might see someone who presents themselves as one thing, but in reality they're the complete opposite. Do you have um, multiple stories in this in this anthology, or or um, or you just have one? And who else is it, who else is involved? No, there are three core stories, um, and I worked with uh, David Brame, Paul Tucker, and and Homar Sor- uh, Soriano. I don't know if I say Homar correctly. And those are the artists on the three main stories. And then, as when I was looking at doing the Kickstarter, I wanted to do something different, and instead of offering um, things i wanted to offer more content i wanted to offer more stories so i have two other stories as stretch goals in there by oh, one by an okay. artist i've worked with before rafa gars and an artist uh amin k uh Nefilan. i'm sorry if i don't pronounce that correctly because we've never actually spoken in person but we've talked <laughs> online then he won't um, <laughs> 
So I wanted, I wanted it to be very diverse stories about very different kinds of people. And if you look at the Kickstarter, it, you know, it tells you a lot about where my head was at when I was working on this. And it's not, and, and I look at all the stuff I've done in comics and I think, you know, what haven't I done? I haven't done something that's like Barry Gifford and John Lynch. I haven't done something that, that is more uh, character and literary driven outside of a genre. So this is something that's very, uh, very close to me and something that I've really been dying to do for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, is this your first Kickstarter or no? This is my second Kickstarter, and um, the first one was for a children's chapter book, Okay, which is the complete opposite of this, uh -huh. content-wise. <laughs> I would but, say you've, you've pretty much yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've hit both I know, and I'm here. running sort of a difficult situation where it's, it doesn't seem possible that I can't be put in a box. Like, like if I do one thing, then that must be the thing I do. Like, I can't, I can't possibly do something like Jailbait and Trailer Trash and write a responsible chapter book for kids who are 9 to 12. And I just I, I find that uh, mind-boggling that there is resistance to that that that, that this, this perception that that can't possibly come out of the same mind it's amazing to me. I think it's a branding thing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the work you put out tends to brand you. You know, it is, and I'd, I'd like to break that. I'd like to break away from that because I think people, and, and a lot of that is in these stories. Is that people aren't aren't one thing. You you, know, you you could say in superhero comics, the guy puts on a suit and he's a hero or he's a villain, and that's who he is. And you get into the minutia, and people like to dig down into the little details of those things. But that's what that person is. And the reality is, as human beings, are much more complicated than that. And I I'm at a point where I really enjoy the fact that people aren't cardboard cutouts and pastiche images of of morality or individuality. And a lot of that was, you know, this is a book I couldn't do anywhere else except for Kickstarter. Sure. So I really fully invested in doing that. Well, now you're working with Devil's Due, though, on the Kickstarter, right? No, this is, this is oh, me, this is my Kickstarter. completely you. Okay, all right, excellent. So this is good. I, for some reason, I thought it was with Devil's Due for some reason. This is awesome. So this is completely um, your following. Do you find the Kickstarter experience to be more challenging than working with a traditional publisher or... Because the rewards, I mean, the amount of preparation, I mean, I don't think people realize how much work. I've done three Kickstarters, two successful Kickstarters. I mean, it's very, very, it's a lot of work. Like, yeah, it's crazy work. It is. I, Video I slept like three hours last night. Yeah. Because I was going to launch at noon today, oh. and that's ridiculous, you know. So, I, yeah, I mean, you're, I like being personally invested in something. I like doing work for companies. I like having publishers, you know, put my work out there. It's obviously a much louder megaphone um, but there's also a much larger cut into it and a much larger or a much more narrow presentation of material that you can sort of funnel through this because there's so much money on the back end and so many people are involved in it. Sure. And I feel like it's very encouraging and exciting to do something at a Kickstarter level where people that are investing in what you're doing are people that wouldn't normally have access to this material because the system is not set up to put that material through. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't in this particular case. This is something I, I would take to uh, any any publisher, I think. I don't think there's any publisher I would have taken this to where they would have been like, yeah, that's great. I think we, we should do that. It's going to sell a million copies. You know, not every idea is a million-dollar idea, but there's no reason why you shouldn't try and find ways to create on every, uh, again, every end of the spectrum. You know, you shouldn't just be locked into a, a, a genre or a presentation or people saying you're this guy. Yeah. You're the guy who writes space soap operas you know i just i just think that that's something that has to change and the way the internet's set up and the way the cross media and media platforms are set up i hope that that's going to dissolve a lot of those lines 
Switching gears for a second, tell me, uh, we actually had a re- really great conversation down at the uh, New Jersey Comic Expo last year, and uh, you, we talked about you breaking into comics. Um, so want to hear the story of how you stalked Joe Quesada into getting you a job. Um, well, it was quite some time ago when the internet was a little bit more wild west. <laughs> and I, I had been working for years in restaurants. I had been everything from a dishwasher to a head chef. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. You work holidays. You work 10-hour shifts. It's kind of a it, – it's, it's rewarding. And I, this is before everything um, food-related became so enticing to everything, everyone, before there were networks dedicated to who can make mm. foie gras. And <laughs> I still can't for some reason. I, I, I I've gotten I really tired. Of the words, the, the other side I've... is that most people who go into business and open a restaurant don't know how to run a restaurant. So I was talking to Joe online and sort of harassing him and pitching him ideas. <laughs> and uh, my the people I was working for in this one restaurant, I they had everyone had sort of not showed up at one point uh, heading into the weekend. And I was like, you know what? If you guys need me so much, I'm gonna. I, I can afford to leave for the weekend. I can afford to go to Wizard World in Chicago <laughs> with absolutely no plans or anything so in place in the hotel room. So that's what I did. I jumped in my truck and I drove from New York to Chicago. And I got into town and I took out a phone book and found a hotel that had uh, a room. And then I got to the room and then I took out another phone book, which when they had phone books. And I huh. looked What's and I called book? every hotel looking for Joe Casada and Jimmy Palmiotti's room so I could talk oh, to them. Wow. And finally, somehow, I managed to get through to them. They wanted to meet us for the Blade party. This is before the um, the very first Wesley Snipes Blade movie came out. And then, uh, you know, about a month or two months later, it was a little hazy to me at this point. I was interning at Marvel Knights. Okay. And that was how I got my foot into the door. And then, do you remember? You're like, hey, you're the guy that like stalked us at the Blade party. <laughs> no, they knew because I, I had met them. Um. At one point in the city, I'd come down to meet them. I met uh, Joe and Jimmy and Nelson Castro, and Nelson. We, we had talked one evening. And uh, after that, you know, I mean, I went up and worked in Marvel offices. It was pretty renegade at that time. I'm not sure how welcome they were at the Marvel offices because they were doing things that were uh, contrary to everything. And, you know, Marvel was obviously sure. going through all of their legal issues. Yeah, but we I, I think history tells you that Marvel Heights was a pretty remarkable moment for that. So uh, you co-created the monolith, and that is in development at Lionsgate. Um, are you going to see any of that? Because it's at a D, it's a DC property. Like, how does that work in terms of like? Oh, it's not a DC property. We we regained the rights to that oh, uh, years God. ago. Oh, this is fantastic. Nice. See, this is this is answering. Yeah, we have been petitioning for it. No, it, it is not DC property, and and it, it just had worked out that we were able to regain the rights, and we knew it was very. We had a lot of interest from a bunch of different outlets over time and we knew it wasn't really going to go anywhere unless we kept pushing for it and cha- you know, championing sure. it and eventually the rights reverted back to us and we got in touch with the right people and Hashtag now it's uh, in development so how how much hell is the process of development because i i know uh i've had a lot of friends have things in, in development and it's just like one of those things like you're waiting by the phone kind of thing well i think it varies because a lot of the time they don't really want you involved um, and, and, you know, the system is sort of set up and it's just the system. I'm not saying it's individual people or individual studios. It just uh-huh. makes sense. I, I understand when I look at it on paper, it's just when I look at it emotionally because I'm invested in the property of the characters and all that, you know, I have a different view of it. But the reality is, is 
you know, they, they want a property, they want to mass produce a property for, and they want to make the best film possible. No matter what happens, no matter, no matter what film you see, at, on some level, they went into it thinking, we're going to make a great movie. And obviously, it doesn't always work out that way. Sure. But it, it wasn't, it, it's not so much development, hell, it's just the amount of time that it takes from concept to execution is why you saw a lot of people who work for film and TV flocking to comics at a certain point. This is true as well. Because it's, the turnaround is not as not as fast at all. Yeah, I have a, I have a buddy who, who's a director out in Hollywood, does a lot of marketing, and he's like, comics are great. He's like, I just I write it, he draws and it, it gets done. and it gets done. It's, it's out amazing. on the shelf. <laughs> it's amazing. It's out there right. before I even write it. That's so how quick it is. You mentioned, um, you actually mentioned to me, this is pre-show, that graphic novels are being taken off the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, as I understand it, that was as of this month. Why would they? Do they that? were taken off. And 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 how are you going to fix this? This is this is what I want to know. <laughs> it's not, you know what I think when I look at it, I don't think it's a problem that I can fix because I think that's not not what that could attitude. be completely wrong. <laughs> no, well, my problem is that if you look at the numbers, and I went back and I looked at over time, I don't have them in front of me, but the same eight, like like almost half the list is the same people. Hmm. Uh, with, with incredible success and you have sporadic things like love is love worked its way in there but for the most part it has been dominated for a long time by the same books which to me as someone that creates you know content it's scary because it just shows you how marvel and dc don't need to do that they don't really care about the top 10 mm-hmm. bestseller list because they're already existing in their own universe, so to speak. But the reality is, is like these these books that are on that list, there's not enough of them. There's not enough diversity. There's not enough being made. You don't have uh, a turnover and a flow. It's okay if you have Stephen King dominating the one or two slot for three years. Sure. But when it's one person who's dominating four or five slots for that amount of time, it kind of yeah. seems like, what's the point? And I, a part of me thinks that that was some of the reasoning behind it. Like, why have a top 10 bestseller list if there's not enough competition? That's a great point, actually. Not enough content coming out that says, this demands to displace another thing. Right. Like, March has been on there, just, you know, deservedly so. But, and, and uh, Raina Telgemeier books, uh, which my daughter loved, you know, they have been dominating for a really long time, whether she's directly responsible or, par- or co- co-responsible. And to me, that there's a glaring thing right there that says, Here's a chance for comics to become something what what a lot of people want it to be. So much more uh, mainstream outside of just the mm-hmm. things that are Marvel and DC and on the big screen. The chance for it to become more diverse like it is in other countries. Sure. And the reality is that the content's not being produced at high enough quality to compete with the market that's there to take over these bestseller lists. That, you you bring up some excellent points, and it's definitely a conversation we'll have to uh, we'll have to continue another time. Tell the world where they can find uh, Jailbait and Trailer Trash, and where they can find you as well. <laughs> well, it's currently running on Kickstarter, and I've had a, I've had a pretty good day, and uh, we're up to a little over uh, uh, three thousand three hundred. What's the goal? And um, the initial goal is uh, nine thousand five hundred okay. to get oh, the three yeah. stories. And then there's additional content um, going up for another almost 20 pages, um, up as high as I think 14.5.
Go out there and, um, and get it, people. Go out there right now and pledge this Kickstarter. Uh, a bunch of amazing artists, amazing people to have worked with. But really, if you take a look at the page and you see the diversity of content and the, the different kinds of people that have come together and helped me work on this, um, I, I think it's really worthwhile. I think it's worth your time. Amazing. Okay. Justin, thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, thank you. Go find him on social media. Go find the Kickstarter. Go out there. And you can find me on Twitter pretty easily because I'm always getting in trouble on Twitter. So <laughs> It's a nice picture of a dog, though. Yeah, that dog looks really sweet. <laughs> yeah, he is sweet. He's right next to me right now. I had to bring him up here. <laughs> Justin Gray, DC writer and uh, creator of Jailbait and Trailer Trash now on Kickstarter. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion of who should direct the Batman. And I'm going to pose the most important question that hasn't been asked yet. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Thank you, James. You said good interview. I appreciate it. We yeah, appreciate all the awesome. feedback. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We're on uh, Periscope at Michael underscore Dolce. And uh, I want to thank my guest, Justin Gray, DC writer. Awesome dude. Um, got a lot to say, too. He's got, a, he's got a bedtime routine with his daughter, though. He's got to go, got to be yeah. you know, in bed. Well, so I was like, I want to make sure. Make their sure demands. He, hey, look. I, Not everyone can be the lord of the radio. I got the one-year-old at home. I, I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. I don't understand. I have no kids. So um, we're going to jump back into the Ben Affleck talk, but Sam just asked a, a very important question um, that I'm supposed to ask Hassan is, how is the Great Wall going to do? I thought it, I thought it didn't it already flop? Didn't it already? Did it come out? It flopped like the minute I heard about it. Right. As far as I was right. concerned, you know. Well, and then well, I jumped into the future and I made sure. So <laughs> it's going to flop. No worries. Is it out yet? I don't even think it's out, right? Uh, I think it is. I what? Well, I think it's, is, is it already on DVD? Yeah, it's already. It's already. It's on Channel Seven. It's, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> in the afternoon. Um, 
It, uh, I, Jeff Gomez. I, I spoke to Jeff Gomez very briefly about it yesterday, uh, last week. Okay. Excuse me on the way yeah. uh, on the way to the to the train, and he basically laughed the entire time. And I think he's seen it. Oh. And he says, I, I, I think his his. His reaction was, it's exactly what you think it is, <laughs> except worse. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. I, I don't know what that means. Our but it, guest I think last it means week something. Uh, was Jeff Gomez of Starlight Runner Entertainment. He's got his ear. Um, yes, he does. He's got, to a, the actually, he's got more than, more than he's just, got everything to the ground. More he's, than just his ear to the ground. Because he's, he's listening actually, with his hands. Well, he's also like involved in a lot of these studio projects and, and with his company. And, and so he gets kind of the inside, uh, the yes, inside scoop on a lot of things. And so um, he would know poor, if the Great Wall was. Poor Matt Damon. No. He really Matt that Damon winner. is fine. <laughs> he really needed that. Uh, Matt Damon, Matt, he probably didn't even take money for that movie. <laughs> no, he, he probably really, took a lot. In <laughs> fact, he if probably he was smart, took. He yeah, probably said he did a whole like, movie with a hundred million dollars smile. He read the script and said, <laughs> "The director's like Matt, you're supposed to be upset now." He's like, "I can't stop smiling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna play this whole thing happy." <laughs> All right, so we were talking about the Batman because obviously Why? continuing now again. If you like any of this stuff, even if you like the theme music to our to our show, you can actually get it on our SoundCloud account, SoundCloud.com/slash Secrets of the Sire. That last song is called "Command the Room." Scroll all the way down. You can actually get a recording of it with words and all that fun stuff. Very appropriate to our time. All that fun stuff. Oh, I don't think man. I even have a copy of that with the words. I will. Uh, I will send you anything you need. I have like all the recordings <laughs> we did. So um, we'll talk. We'll talk. You know, it, there's there. It's a weird. It's a weird coincidence that you ended up becoming the co-host. Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's very little, strange. Little strange. Actually. I don't know how that worked out. I, I'm actually being serious. Usually, I'm very sarcastic, but now that I'm like actually putting it together, I'm like, wait a minute. I did not choose this theme song. I did not choose this music. No, I chose it because I own the rights to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Like our first day here at, at when it was talking alternative. Now we're talk radio. NYC. Sam's like, use music, but it's got to be you know copyright free well i chose the show because of the music oh that's a good point actually so <laughs> I, I know why i'm here you it just works. don't know why it, it works both ways <laughs> all right excellent so anyway again back what we were talking about ben affleck is not going to direct affleck. it uh, matt reeves planet of the apes was supposed to direct it now he's backing away as jeff gomez said last week some bad stuff is going down but it, right, leads, me, it right. leads me to the bigger question though right like do we even need this batman movie no right nope like we don't even need this thing right no we don't so <laughs> That discussion's over. No, it's not, though. And I'll tell you why. It's not, though. Because I'm actually going to go counterpoint to you just, no, just to say this, though, you, at the same no time. There's no way. Come with it. Batman, Ben Affleck was the best part of that Batman movie, I think. Or one of the best parts Batman of the Batman. Batman? Yeah. Yeah. All that right, fair it, enough. it did actually get me kind of excited now. And, and it's like one of those things. It's, it's, it's almost like it got me too excited to a point where had they just never announced the Batman... I would have been just fine. We don't need another Batman movie. So I agree with you 100%. Right. But now, Thank you. That, now that they kind of teased it a little bit, and then it was like, wow, Ben Affleck is going to do this. This is great. We should do this. It's awesome. Uh, okay, well, he's not going to direct, but at least he's still going to be in it. <laughs> uh, he kind of doesn't want to be in it anymore. All right, well, we're going to get the guy from Planet of the Apes, which I don't know if it's that great That's of like a movie. That's like the scenario. I, my voice, I can't even control yeah. it. <laughs> and now it's like... It's That's like, that scenario well, that says that uh, things are getting uh, bad uh, quicker than uh, I can lower my standards. Just terrible, <laughs> just like really terrible. Now it's like uh, it, it got us. It got us all excited. It got us very, very. excited. It got you excited. I don't really get excited. I wasn't excited about well, nothing. Excites you? That's nothing. A, yes, huge difference. Yes. There. Well, explosions excite there. me, but that's only because they're right next to me. But um, now, well, look, if if Affleck had made a Batman movie, 
and it was and it came out and it was good. I I'd have been absolutely happy about it. Yeah, I think he looked a little frumpy in the suit personally, but a lot of people yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I respect the people who like it. It's very Dark Knight, sure. You know, so it it, it works. Very racially um, Dark Knight. Yes, very very <laughs> dark skinned Knight. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, we didn't. We don't need it. We don't need we it. We just right? got off of uh, a pr- uh, trilogy, and uh, and as Joe Mulvey just pointed out, Lego Batman hit all the character points. Yes, Lego Batman. Get off, Lego Batman. No, we did a whole show on it last no. week. Fact, yeah, that was you, last you week. Man, all you're living in the show. past, Dolce. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I very much, join me. I think. I think when we have um, the creator of that '90s podcast on in a couple weeks, we're just going to be <laughs> living. Gonna be in the ultimately, 90s. I'll go back to the '90s. Like, how great was the '90s? '90s right? was fantastic. Like, it was. It, it was, was a haven. Fantastic. Like, if you were a music, there was music on the radio, kids. <laughs> I know on on the popular the radio. radio. Yes, on the popular radio. MTV showed videos. Yeah, that you know. I'll no, say this. I'll there were this. videos of actual popular music on MTV well, day yes, and yes, night. Yes, no, I, I discovered music. Yes, I discovered yes. bands while watching MTV. Can you do that now? Well, no, but you have YouTube for that now. You have to. You have to you look have to really for it though. Find, I know. I know. And they used, used we are to come right to my people. living room when right, I was. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've been I lazy since I was I know. born. I know. I didn't even. You know, I was a doctor. Did that? And I, don't, I believe what, him. What other? franchises right do we ass. not need anymore like spider-man's the first thing that comes to my mind right franchise we don't need anymore we don't need anymore fantastic need, four I would, that's a great that's a <laughs> freaktastic four well, we okay, do not no, need. no here's the thing right so spider-man the reason i say that i think it's oversaturation right of course like we've had five movies plus an appearance in civil war plus the new movies coming out right. this week which may be great and, and it might be great but not this kinda, week is it this uh, week no not this week this this year sorry okay okay this year Oof, this week whatever it's close so we've seen we've seen so much stuff here uh, Scott Klein says, just regained consciousness from you suggesting M. Night. Uh, what did I miss? That's good stuff. You missed a little bit, Scott. That's good stuff. You missed That's a little stuff. bit. Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll talk about signs. One, one day we'll have a long talk about it. Uh, I enjoyed signs, but not as much as the no, village. No. No. Keep going. Like Original subject. You don't like the village? You're burning time. You don't like the village? You're burning time. Oh, We man. don't have time for it. Oh, we don't man. have time. We got a whole show on that. Yeah, I'm telling you, we I have. Like I got an encyclopedia of stuff to talk to Big you about. Big stuff that. on that. Big stuff on that. Don't you worry. No Fantastic Four. But now here's the, here's the no intriguing thing about Fantastic Four. Four. They never got one right. Spider Man at least got like <laughs> you, you could pinpoint to like Spider Man one two? or two. Spider-Man right, Spider Man two. two is amazing. Yes, I think even the original Spider Man has like some, okay. some charm to it. It's all right. Um, Amazing Spider-Man, the visuals were awesome. The visuals, like, the Amazing the Spider-Man was the swinging. first time that they yeah, really got that like, all together. That was awesome. So like, there was some, there's some wins in that comic. There were a couple of wins. Fantastic Four just had losses no, after it was losses all bad. after losses. It was losses, all bad. Right? All the way back to the original Marvel Fantastic right, Four, right, like, way back when, with, where the thing was wearing a rubber suit. So do we need it, or no? No. Do I kind of want him to see, give him another chance? I don't of know. Fantastic Four? I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. Right. No. When Do we I want another back, beating? Hmm, when we think. come back, I would like to see the, the Facebook feed blow up. I want your suggestions. What comic book movies do we not... What characters do we not need to see anymore? And what comic book franchises should we see that we haven't seen yet when we come back? You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. 
I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. Um, if you want to get into the Facebook chat, which we're, it's blowing up over here, which is awesome, um, you got to just join us every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Uh, we are on iTunes. It's the podcast, though, of the show. So if you want to get in the conversation, join us live. You can always call in as well, too, 877-480-4120. So uh, definitely pick up the phone if you'd like to. Um, we got a lot, of, a lot of responses to the question of what comic book movies do we need not see anymore right, and right. what comic book movies should we see. But right. first, we have a special guest, Mr. Peter. Aiken in the he's back Peter. here. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna chime in on the Great Wall. Uh, Great Wall, massive financial flop. Twenty six million, yes. twenty six million domestically in the U.S. Uh, Two hundred and sixty million overall globally. One hundred seventy million of which was from China. So China, China basically are like, hey, you're making a movie about China mm-hmm. with a white dude because mm-hmm. that's good. We want that. We, they they want. We that. want that. We will we will give you money for that. We, right. China has all the money, right? Yes. All the money. They've got my money. They've pretty much got all the money. They came in here a little earlier and took the money out of my wallet. It was China. It wasn't the Chinese guy. It was all China. So I asked the audience as well, too, moving on to movies we want to see. Franchises we don't want to see anymore. Charles T. Bostick, the third X-Men. X-Men movie franchise. Do we need another X-Men movie? No. Now, next week, we are going to go full Logan, by the way, which yes. is going to be awesome. Yeah, we're and that's we're going to go full Logan. The reviews on that Logan... sounds like it hurts. The, the reviews on Logan are, like, just blowing everyone yeah, away. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone is... I mean, not just comic book people who love Wolverine, but people are like, wow, this is actually a well, great movie. Well, it had a Johnny movie. Cash song in the trailer. So wow, it's got to be good, though. That's a it's win be good. immediately, right? Does Wolverine count as an X-Men movie now? Yeah. So, he's no in the, more... He's in the continuity. What about Deadpool now? I mean, we're going to see Deadpool too. Deadpool, Deadpool is questionable. It's questionable as to whether it works in the continuity, okay. because of uh, because of Colossus. So Colossus, they can say it works in the continuity, but then they can also say it doesn't, because Colossus was okay. different in both franchises. And, you know, sh- we got a, a, a couple of responses. Milk and Cheese, which is a uh, comic yeah, from someone, the nineties. Evan, me on um, it. oh, what's his name? Evan, so something, 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 something. <laughs> We'd like to see that one. Jeffrey Neary, Sandman. Yeah, Sandman. That would be good. I think they're making that. That would though, be good. Aren't they've been they? they've been trying to make That's that. That's in for a development. Long time. So we yeah. should bring Justin That's Gray back on and talk about development hell Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Uh, I want to thank him again for joining us. Uh Christina Gillen. We mean a remake of Gen X, the made for TV movie. Yeah, that was Well, she says she's acknowledging that it was terrible. It was terrible. Evan Dorkin, So we do thank we, you. we could use a new one. We definitely could use. Could it. we use? Could we use a new one? Is Gen X even a comic book anymore, though? No, is it, no. Is it's, it working? It's pretty it? much. It's pretty much. It's gone the way of Nick Fury. 
Yeah. So Nick Fury is now completely like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We so, 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 went from now. Scott Klein disagrees off. with you and says FF needs to be redone, just as Daredevil needed to be redone to show what it can be. Scott, get Klein it right. Know what he's talking about. <laughs> we also need a signs too, Scott Klein. All right. Oh. We need a sequel to signs. There you go. Joel Movie says no comic properties off the board. They just need to be handled by the right people. Studio. Oh my God. That's just like that's that's like yeah. No operation is fatal. You just need the right doctor. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. That's that's no, but that's can, the thing. Like Spider Man is a great example of movies. We it was done right. I'm just I'm tired of seeing a Spider Man. Like, and I love Spider Man, and I'm like, eh, I don't want to see it. Yeah, anymore. I'm I'm kind of see another one. I'm oversaturated on Iron Man. And I love I uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. I agree I with that too. He was great in the role, but I don't, I'm done. I agree with that as well too. Okay, I agree with that well, too. Don't need to see that. Um. Joe Moby also said we'd love to see an authority movie. R-rated yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, Peter Aiken, special special guest observer. <laughs> Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. We could do another uh, uh, Watchmen. Like a, a no. solid one. What? No. What no. do you mean no? Was it long enough? What you <laughs> 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 no, yeah. We, I want an extended version. I can't I want a see. Peter Jackson, like 18-hour <laughs> version of Watchmen. I... I, I the reason I say no is because I think he pretty much tried to faithfully adapt that thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be essentially the exact same movie you Keyword just saw. Is tried. No, I get it, but like, what what could he have done differently to make Watchmen successful? Oh, uh, I don't know. Made a good movie. You know, maybe halfway. I, I we we don't have time for me to go into the, the details. Like, we that's, can just that's always that's always his excuse. I know. It's a be- good one. We could be at the beginning one. of the show. I could yeah, be like, hey, welcome, Secrets of the Sire, well, comic got, book movie you podcast. Got you got Hassan, <laughs> talk to me about this. Now we ain't got time. <laughs> but like, we literally have the entire that's hour. To my talk whole about radio this. career is telling people I don't have time to talk to them, and it's been working. So I'm the clever one. And somehow he's made it on the radio. Yeah, and that's the best part. I'm the one who's clever. It's like Hassan. I'd like your opinions. You ain't got time for my opinions. Opinion. Hire this man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so keep them coming because we'll we'll keep we'll keep shooting out the ideas. I'm trying to think of of what we could see as a. I like. I, I'd like to see a good Daredevil movie. movie but I think movie. TV shows now suffice. TV shows like, I don't need to see a Daredevil. We, we already movie. talked about like the slightly oversaturation on twelve sure. episodes. Yep. But mm-hmm. yeah, the TV show the TV show is good but I'm just if we're going off of which which movies that we've already had that we sure. can see again sure we could see would you want to see a done. Blade would you want to see another Blade movie I'd love to see another Blade see, movie see now that's what I'm talking about when it comes to Spider-Man I think you need to have like a good 10-15 years lapse true between actually true. seeing the movie and then I'll get excited for it hey I thought it was too soon to do another uh, Total Recall movie and well, it was. I, cl- it clearly was. Yes, it yeah, clearly was. I was about to make that point. It doesn't. Sometimes the the, the timelapse does not very, make up it for it. It is way too soon to make to remake any movie that should not be remade. Like Total Recall <laughs> in '85 was just awesome, and you just, yes. you just like why why '87 '87 sure why would you do it? Yeah, um, we need another Die Hard movie. Let's do Die Hard again. Right, like we don't need to see that. I just said we did. See, Brian Everman says Watchmen was sweet. I, I, I thought it was good. Watchmen Jeffrey Neary says do a Moon Knight movie or a Squirrel Girl. There Forget Squirrel Girl. Yeah. What's up with Squirrel Girl? The intern loves the Moon Knight idea. He's, he's a, calm down there, intern. I'm going to go. You know what? <laughs> if I make it to the Marvel Universe and I get to write the Marvel Universe, I'm just going to create a character. Wait, is that a plan? Just, do you have a plan to get into the Marvel Universe and write sh- the whole Marvel Universe? You ain't got time to hear my oh, plan. I ain't got time to hear your plan. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got time to ask that question again. I, 
I'm going to create a character like Squirrel Girl who's going to just completely reinvent the entire backstory of Marvel Marvel, wow. and be like, you know what? And hey, you're going to be loved by fandom. They love <laughs> that Squirrel adored. Girl. They're like, she beat up, she beats up Wolverine. Like, He's the best there is what he does. Well, not anymore. Not, not anymore. <laughs> not when I get not through. Not that I'm done. Not, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's terrible. I don't know how to segue past this. No, but, that's um, a bad All right, one. so keep them coming. Keep them coming. We want to hear it. Uh, even even the poor. What? Even the poor. Uh, that, that brings up the question: Is the world ever going to be ready for a century movie? Century movie. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's too meta. I think it's too like superhero meta. So meta. Wow. A century Netflix. So you know century what? Netflix would actually, work. Actually, if we're talking about if we're if we're going back a little bit, Alien Legion. I always thought it was a great comic book. Now that might be a little before your time, Dolce. What's young that? man? It was a it was a decent Oh Alien comic. Legion. Yeah. Oh it yeah. A, it was, was an eclipse. Stuff, yeah. It was, was an eclipse. Stuff, yeah. yeah, man. That was that was one of my favorite books back in the day. Strike Force that. Moratory. I could see that. That was another great book. You know? If we're just talking about that, now everyone's like everyone tuned out, like everyone just stopped watching because they don't know what I'm talking about. That's like really yeah. And yeah. Flux. That, that was, was a not movie. a comic. Huh? That was not a comic. No, it wasn't. It was, it, it was. I think the cartoon, the comic was based on the cartoon. <laughs> Sam was like yeah, splitting hairs. Shut up. Sam's keep, just happy to keep, be, in, be keep involved. talking. Lord Sam's of the Sam's the Ringo star. Of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> he just looked at me like, "Shut up, dude." <laughs> Cartoons, <laughs> comics, is all the same. Just keep, just keep going on with your shit. All right, keep them coming. Let us know what you think. We should be. I, I think there's a ton of ton of things I'd love to see. The Century one is a very interesting one yeah, that's, as that's well too. That was Peter back Moon there. Moon Knight, I think, Peter. would be a great idea, though. Moon Knight, we could do. You could, you could, you could get that Guardians of the Galaxy crowd for that <sighs> sort of, sort of ish. I think, I think that ish. that begs the question, though. Like, I, I mean, at what point do you just reach a point where it's like another superhero? Like, what does this guy do? Like, what does this? Like, what does Moon Knight do that's any different than anybody else? Like out there, except he he like wears all white, you know. Like cloak and dagger, <laughs> you know. Well, come on, <laughs> that actually Batman that was enough wait, for Patrick. Batman's Patrick back there. Patrick, our intern back there, is like, yes, he wears white. <laughs> That's all I need. Batman's dressed like down. a bat, you know. And it, look how they milk that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's Batman. He's been around. He's got. He's In got Moon some. Moon Knight. Oh, Moon. Well, yeah, no, he's he's pretty awful, right? Moon Knight as a character, right? Like, what does he do? Oh, I'm not. I'm not Egyptian, this. Egyptian, <laughs> something or other. Resurrected Egyptian god you or something. Who Moon Knight is? I know, no, he is. That's what he is, though. It's like it's like the guy is like the resurrected some sort yeah, of what, yeah. What's wrong with? I'm just saying. It's it, after a while, you're gonna. I I feel like the public is gonna look at something like that and say. No, why am pass. I like why? Yeah, exactly. Like, like Gerald why? Butler as an Egyptian god, right? Exactly. Like, like you know, I, like no, like I've just I've, I'm, I've reached this point where I'm like no, like you know, you know, just no, I'm okay. not gonna do it. I'm All not right. gonna do it. Fair enough. So, yeah, Sandman though, I think Ant-Man. visually, you said Ant-Man. oh Ant-Man. Ant-Man works. If you pull off Ant-Man, you can do anything. You could do anything. I, agree I want with a power. You. I want a power pack movie. I'll say this oh, though, little kids. Yeah. I'll say this though. I think that um, there are a bunch of people. Uh, I think even Randy Hogan last time. Uh, maybe it was Randy. I don't know if it was. It was one of our one of our esteemed um, uh, loyal uh, fans of the show uh, had said like, "Hey, oh no, it wasn't. No, it was, it was Todd Sliss, uh, who's a Get friend right, of mine man. on Facebook. Well, you know, I like to credit. I like to credit, but I still like crediting Randy because he's awesome. Um, <laughs> but I want to credit Todd. He said, "You know, I don't know much. I didn't know much about Legion at all. I just saw the Marvel logo and I said, I'll DVR it." You know, so there's there's a lot of people that so Ant Man I think is riding the wave of that now. But again, Ant Man's now like what three years old, two years old. I mean, at this point now, DC has put their hat in the ring, and has completely oversaturated the market. You've got other, you know, you've got other 
I think that, I think which is can, funny because they've only done two movies. Yeah, they, but they've been so and, all, and no, flooded uh, the market. Well, well three. three, three. You've got three, and now this, and now you've got like f- you know four lined up for this year. Yeah, or three lined up for this yeah, year. In addition to the year. three lined up. What if so? they don't suck though, and then that just it just shifts the dynamic? All right, before, we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna continue <laughs> this next week. We're gonna talk Logan next week. But before we go, I gotta get this in. Got to get this in very quickly. Hurry up. Very, uh, spinning the racks. Indian teenager believed to be dead wakes up on way to funeral. Some odd news for everybody. I just thought that was a pretty cool thing. That happened to me Saturday. I'm going to post this on the Facebook page. <laughs> this has been Secrets of the Sire. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Thank, thank you. Thank you Periscope. Thank you to all our esteemed patrons as well, too, which I didn't give a shout out to. Yeah. Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, John Hoff III, Ashley Haikai, Program Director Stephanie Dolce, Executive Producer Steve Hovecki, Brian Phillips, Faster. Uber Fan Christina Faster. Dolce, and our Faster. newest patron, Omar Morales. And go check out his Golden Age Kickstarter. It's going on now. Well it's been done. Secrets of the Sire. We'll talk next week. Good night. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.